This year, we're taking control of our health, and a simple way to do so is by taking the initiative to order your own blood work. Did you know that according to research published in the National Institute of Health database, that about 42% of the U.S. population is vitamin D deficient? Unfortunately, many of us aren't routinely checked for deficiencies during any of our checkups, and our insurance companies make it super difficult to get assessed for certain things. That's why I'm so happy to partner with Let's Get Checked. Let's Get Checked makes professional health testing easy and provides more autonomy by letting you get tested without having to visit a healthcare provider. From hormonal health panels to STI tests to micronutrient levels, vitamin D levels, cortisol tests, thyroid tests, and so much more, let's put your health back into your own hands. You can order a testing kit that will be delivered to you in discreet packaging, and once your sample arrives in the lab, confidential results will be available from your secure online portal within two to five days. These results are reviewed by a clinician, and a member of the Let's Get Checked nursing team may call you to review your results. Let's Get Checked laboratories are CLIA-approved and CAP-accredited, which are the highest-ranking levels of accreditation. So if you want to feel more empowered in your health and wellness and get tested at home, visit trylgc.com slash bewellsys and get 25% off your test using code bewellsys. Again, visit trylgc.com slash bewellsys for 25% off of your testing. Too often, Black women are a mere afterthought in conversations around wellness, but not in this space. On this podcast, the dialogue is always centered around women like you. Welcome to the podcast, but more importantly, welcome to the tribe. Be well, sis. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Be Well, Sis podcast. I am your host, Cassandra Dunbar. How you doing, sis? How has life been treating you? But more importantly, how have you been treating yourself? As always, I hope you've been well. I have been, I've been really good, actually. Um, I had the opportunity to go on a girl's trip with some of my favorite people, so I had a really good time. I am back and I am rejuvenated. And with that said, I really do apologize with the delay in publishing this episode. It is because your girl was on the struggle bus. I thought I would be fine to go from East Coast to West Coast time and back to East Coast time, and I was not able to. But I want to go ahead and hop into this conversation. We will be talking We'll be wrapping up the conversation we've been having. So we'll be wrapping up our Black History Month um, series called In In Honor of Them, We Honor Ourselves. And today we'll be discussing the importance of rest and creating a sleep oasis. So in today's fast-paced world, it is so easy to overlook the different types of rest we need to maintain our well-being. But... For those of us who often carry the weight of intergenerational trauma and systemic oppression, rest is a vital act of not only self-care, but of resilience. So let's dive in. So to begin, what is rest and why is it so important? Rest is more than just sleep. It encompasses so many activities that help us to recharge and rejuvenate. So this includes physical rest, mental rest, sensory rest, and creative rest. Research has shown that chronic stress can have a significant impact on our physical and mental health, leading to so many issues from anxiety to depression, cardiovascular disease, and even diabetes. So taking regular breaks to rest and recharge can help prevent burnout, increase productivity, and most importantly, improve overall well-being. Sleep is essential for our physical health as it allows our bodies to repair and rejuvenate. 
During sleep, our bodies produce growth hormones that promote tissue repair, bone formation, and muscle growth. It allows our immune system to function properly by fighting off infections and diseases. So a lack of sleep can actually weaken our immune system, thus making us more susceptible to illnesses. Sleep is also critical for our mental health. It helps our brains process and consolidate information, making it easier for us to remember and learn new things. So listen, getting enough sleep is essential for maintaining a healthy mood and even reducing the risk of developing mental disorders such as depression and anxiety. Sleep deprivation can lead to irritability, mood swings, and difficulty concentrating. Trust me, I know because I've been there. So why is rest so important specifically for us Black women? Well, for Black women, rest is especially crucial as we navigate through the ongoing effects of all of the isms. So whether that's systemic racism, sexism, all of the other things, uh, as well as the intergenerational trauma of slavery and Jim Crow, plus the microaggressions and the biases we face, all of those things can take a significant toll on our mental and our physical health. Resting is therefore a powerful tool to honor our ancestors and to prioritize our own well-being. It allows us to heal, process emotions, and connect with our own bodies and spirits. Resting is not just a personal act of self-care, but a really powerful way to honor the legacy of our ancestors. In a culture that values productivity over everything else, taking intentional time to rest and prioritize ourselves is a radical act of resistance. Our ancestors endured unimaginable suffering and oppression, and their resilience and strength continues to inspire us today. So with that said, let's hop into today's conversation with Tanya Christian, who is a home expert, as she provides great insight on sleep staples to make informed decisions to create a sleep oasis in our homes. Thank you so, so much for joining. I am so glad you're here. Be well, sis. Be Well Sis is very much an advocate for therapy, and I believe that you don't have to be in crisis in order to seek help and get support. Life is complicated. We all wear many hats and sometimes it can be overwhelming. Starting therapy years ago has been pivotal in helping me be a better mother, daughter, and partner. It's truly been a game changer in how I view myself and the world around me. So Be Well Sis is proud to be sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy platform whose mission is to make professional therapy accessible, affordable, and convenient. So anyone who struggles with life's challenges can get help anywhere and anytime. Talk to your therapist in a private online environment at your convenience. Join the 3 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash BeWellSis. That's BetterHelp.com slash BeWellSis. All right. So today I have Tanya Christian with us. She is a home and lifestyle expert. And today we're going to be talking all about sleep and you know, I feel like we don't talk enough about sleep. We know we need to get sleep, but we don't talk about why it's so important, especially in our com- uh, community where we are really like hustle culture is very much a part of our generation and also just our generational like trauma, I think. Yes, for sure. <laughs> to like want to be working from sun up to sundown and having multiple jobs and just not mm-hmm. thinking that sleep is important. I, I grew up with the the um thought 
or the saying that, you know, I'll sleep when I die. And no, like, I don't, I don't like that. Now that I have like, I'm older and I can understand that. No, I don't want to sleep when I die. Um, so before we hop on into it, how are you, Tanya? I'm well, I'm well, you know, we were talking about this earlier, a little busy week, but I feel good. Good, good. I'm happy. I'm happy to talk to you today. Um, so let's go ahead and just jump right on into it. So let's talk about why sleep is important, specifically for those in our community, in, in the Black community. Why is sleep important? Yeah, you know, sleep is important for everybody. Uh, you know, experts say you should get roughly seven to eight hours a day. It really feeds our ability to do everything. You know, having a good night's rest is going to make sure that we show up the next day, that we're able to be productive, but also a lack of sleep leads to diseases, diseases like heart disease, which is very prevalent in our community. And so many things when it comes to uh, medical um, gaps where it's like, well, why do Black people suffer with higher rates of this and higher rates of that? And a lot of times it does come down to sleep because sleep is that time where our body rejuvenates. And so when we're not getting that sleep, it does cause issues within our bodies. And so we have to be mindful of that. Everyone needs sleep, but particularly us, when we see these rates and we're like, well, what is going on? It's a lot of times it's that. Yeah, for sure. And and I think, you know, back to our history and our lineage and how we have been um, conditioned to work for ungodly amounts of hours and just under humane conditions. And I think now that we are free and we've been free, I think we still carry those same um, thoughts about productivity. And I think we still hurt ourselves um, by not neglecting things like sleep, you know, I think a lot of us are doing much better with how we eat and we're being more physical and active and things like that. But I think we're still missing the sleep part. And part of it is because we weren't taught its importance as children, right? Um, so we come into adulthood, not seeing its value. Like people are like, Oh, I got five hours of sleep last night. Five hours is not enough. So ideally, what is the appropriate amount of time that an adult should be sleeping? Yeah. So again, it's, it's roughly seven to eight hours. That is going to be the amount of time that makes you feel rested. And you're right. A lot of us, I mean, myself included, there are times it's like five hours. I'm like, Oh, I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. It's not healthy. And long term, it becomes an even bigger issue. So you definitely want to strive for seven to eight hours a night. Mm -hmm. And and for those who are... um... Who are not sleeping enough, um, and maybe they've tried to, you know, make sleep a priority. What are some ways that we can form better sleep habits? Yeah, so if it's a serious issue for you, I would always say see a doctor, see a sleep expert. You know, we don't think, oh, it's sleep, it's fine, I feel fine, I'm still ticking. <laughs> but if this is something that is persistent. You definitely want to see somebody about it. So that's first of all. Um, But secondly, there are very minor changes that we can make. You know, if you're somebody who goes to sleep with your laptop, which I know many people are, or go to sleep with their phone, these are small changes that we can make. Leave the laptop out of the bedroom, 
leave the phone out of the bedroom if you can. If you can't, make sure that it's tucked away in a drawer so you're not tempted to reach for it in the middle of the night because those are the things that are keeping us up. You know, they say the bedroom and the bed particularly is for certain things, that sleep and intimacy. Outside of that, you should not be doing anything else. And that's because you want to make sure that when you go to your bed, you understand it is a place for rest. It's not a place to do anything else mm-hmm. but rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like training our brains to associate our bedrooms with rest or or sex. The thing is, I, I have small kids and... I feel like ever since I became a mother, like rest, it has, my rest has not been continuous at all. Um, do you happen to have kids? I do not have kids. <laughs> not, okay. So I, I was wondering what are some tips for those of us who just do not have um, sleep that is uninterrupted? We have kids who are like knocking on the door because they're scared of the dark or they're having bad dreams. And it's like every single night. What are some thoughts there? Yeah, you know, what I would say, and again, I don't have children, so I understand that there are other factors going on, and sometimes it's just hard. Uh, But I would say make sure that sleep is a priority, even if that means, um, you know, your husband or your partner say, okay, this is your night (laughs) to handle this, to make sure that you get enough sleep, and maybe it's an alternate, right? So then the next night, it's your night to make sure that he gets enough sleep. But making sure that there's a priority in getting as much sleep as possible. Um, You know, sticking to a schedule also helps. I know a lot of parents say, listen, the kids go down at seven. And that's to make sure that I have time for myself and my spouse. And then I have time to make sure that I sleep well. Uh, You know, it's something that even though I don't have kids, it's something that I needed to do when I got my dog. Because, oh, my gosh, they're like... (laughs) Yeah. And so it was a point where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. I'm so tired. Because this dog keeps waking me up in the middle of the night, or he's like waking me up at 6 30 because he wants to go out. And it's like, okay. Yeah. Enough. I get it. This is the schedule. <laughs> Just to make sure that I didn't feel drained every day, because that's exactly what was happening. Mm-hmm. And you know, honestly, my kids are starting to ask for a dog. And that's the thing that I think about. I'm just like, when dogs are a little, like, the puppy stage, it's like having an infant again. I'm just like, I'm not sure I'm ready to go back there. Like, the waking yeah. up, middle of the night, the whimpering. Mm-mm. So I, I get that, too, for our pet owners, <laughs> for sure. So I talk a lot about mental health on this um, podcast. And one thing that I realized and I've had my own experience with is um, anxiety and depression really plays a part in the quality of sleep that you get for a lot of us. Um, So I had a period of time where I just, my body would be just dog tired, but I, um, my brain, I just could not shut it off. So I'd be up forever. And then by the time I fall asleep, it's time for me to get up essentially. So dealing with insomnia. Um, So what are some ways that um, outside of, of course, seeking a medical professional to help us and outside of, you know, making our room an oasis, what are some things that you can suggest that we maybe bring into our rooms to make our space more of an oasis for sleep? Absolutely. So first of all, I would say meditating definitely helps. Now, I'm someone who struggles with meditation, but I I feel like it's something that you have to practice to get good at. 
when your mind is completely shut off, it's, oh my gosh, you, you just feel like a different person. Earlier this year for my sister's birthday, we went on a wellness retreat. And so the first day it's like, okay, my mind's still racing. I can barely meditate. By the last day, I had nothing in there, legitimately nothing that I was thinking about to the point where during the meditations, I was falling asleep because mm-hmm. I could, because I had nothing, you know, keeping my mind occupied, which is what we should all strive for. So, you know, meditation, meditating apps definitely help. Also, if you're somebody who might be bogged down by noise, and that could be internal noise or outside noise, a white noise machine or just a Mm -hmm. noise machine can help because you stop focusing on what it is that you're thinking about and you're just like focusing on the sound, but then the sound goes into the background. So it's like it kind of transfers that energy and so you can go to sleep, not thinking about things. I found that very helpful because again, I'm like you, a million thoughts mm-hmm. going in and out. Mm-hmm. And it's so hard to quiet that. Mm-hmm. It's a practice. But if you have something like a, a, a white noise machine, it can help. If you have meditation apps, those can help. Yeah. Um, speaking of white noise, I was actually just talking to my eight-year-old about this. Um, I found uh, YouTube videos that have just the sounds of the rainforest rain. For me, that's really calming or the sounds of the ocean. And they're continuous for like an hour. Some go up to even 10 hours of just continuous like those sounds. And that's been really helpful too, because he was saying how he'll have nightmares and then he has a hard time falling back asleep. I'm like, well, maybe we can try this, play this in the background for you so you can go back to sleep because it really is helpful for me. So yeah, yeah. so th- those noises really, really help. Find whatever soothes you. Um, I like mm-hmm. the sound of the ocean or the sound of rain and then play those continually. It's completely free. Yeah. Um, and most of us yeah. have access to like a phone and it's the reason why they have those playing in the background at the spa, right? Like when you go sure. in for a spa treatment, they have those playing because they know it relaxes the body. It calms mm-hmm. the body. It kind of takes you away from everything that you're thinking about and allows you to focus. So yeah, all of those are great. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I, that reminds me, of, I was thinking, I learned recently that um, the sound of birds chirping naturally relaxes us because uh, the sounds of birds chirping lets us and our ancestors know that there were no predators around. When it gets quiet, there are predators around. So the sound of birds chirping, like subconsciously, allows the nervous system to like rest because we're yeah. safe. So that would yeah. also be like a good sound uh, to play as yeah, well. Yeah, absolutely. It's funny when I when I got my puppy, they're on YouTube. There's like 15 hours of a sound for dogs to calm them, and absolutely oh. birds chirping. That's one of them because it is. It's just serenity, and that's what we're really all seeking in our sleep. So anything that that gives you that is helpful. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So I've been seeing these sunrise alarm clocks. I don't understand the the mechanism because I haven't really like delved into it, but they keep coming up on my um as like a so on my social media as ads. Yeah. Um any insight onto those? Yeah, so we've actually tested a number of sunrise alarm clocks. The idea of a sunrise alarm clock is uh, you know, if you have 
trouble waking up on your own and some if you have trouble falling asleep on your own they help mimic the sun so when the when the alarm comes on it comes on with a light and it's supposed to mimic a sunrise and that tells your body the light is coming in that means it's daytime you're supposed to wake up because that's how our body works you know it's it's on a rhythm our circadian rhythm tells us when to go to sleep when to wake up and light is an indicator of being awake and that's also why we say if you have um you know like a tv indicator light if you have light coming in from your window any Anything that could distract you from sleep, you want to cover that up. Like I have city lights in the background. So mm -hmm. that can be a distraction. A lot of people use those blackout curtains to make sure that no light comes in because darkness tells you or tells your body that you're supposed to sleep. With the sunrise alarm clock, the light tells you it's time to wake up. Now, this is obviously for people, or I should say is more centered on people who have issues falling asleep and waking up. Mm -hmm. um, some people don't. Their body yeah. is on a regular clock, but if you're somebody who maybe works the night shift or mm -hmm. you just can't seem to get your body in sync, that's helpful for them. Yeah, yeah. You know, one thing that I find really um, difficult is when we have that transition when it's really, really dark, really early. So like by five o'clock, it's pitch blackout. It's like my body is like, all right, girl, we're done. But there's still so much to do in, in the day. Um, so that's always a transition um, that, that I struggle with, even, you know, after all these years. And I, and I think I'm not the only one who struggles with that as well. You're not. I was going to say you and many people. Some people have um, feelings of sadness and depression when that time comes around. So mm -hmm. it's it's very common. And actually, one of the people who, you know, we did a kind of like a, a field test for these sunrise alarm clocks. And that was something that somebody said that the sunrise alarm clock helped with that, with their seasonal depression, because mm -hmm. I guess just the light help them feel like, okay, my body's on this schedule. It's not this crazy time of year where I can't get myself together. So it's helpful, you know, and these are, these are definitely things that people deal with. Yeah. My grandmother lives in St. Thomas, the Virgin Islands. Ooh, and it's like, yeah. I go there, I feel like four o'clock is dark. And you know, there is dark, dark. <laughs> there, mm -hmm. The street lights aren't the same. There's not as much light. So I feel that regardless of the time, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like really dark outside. It's time to sleep. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh no, it's 4.30 in the afternoon, mm -hmm. technically. So I completely understand. And, and that's why it's nice that there are devices like sunrise alarm clocks that could kind of help with that transition. It's um, amazing um, how much technology has hindered us, but also how technology has been so beneficial to us, for sure. Absolutely. All right. So let us talk about even just the more basic of things that's in our bedroom. So any recommendations when we're shopping for mattresses and pillows to help us get that restful sleep? Yeah. And mattresses and pillows are very important because they really are the foundation of the bedroom. At Consumer Reports, we have over 200 mattresses in our ratings. And so what we found is that a good mattress, first and foremost, is dependent upon the person. 
So even though we rate mattresses and we give them an overall score based on stability and durability and how good it is for an average size sleeper, a back sleeper, side sleeper, whatever it is, the key to buying a mattress is making sure that your spine is aligned. So for instance, mm -hmm. our number one rated mattress, uh, the avocado green is about $2,000. Our second highest rated mattress, Denver mattress, is $800. Now, either one might be great for you or they might not work for you. So what we always say is if you're in the market for a mattress, and I would say if you've had your mattress for roughly seven to 10 years and you sleep on it every night, like this is not in the guest room, it is in your main bedroom, you might want to look into a new mattress. And you'll be able to mm. tell that if it's, you're not really getting that support anymore. Let's say you're sleeping mm -hmm. in your bed, you're feeling some sagging, you're feeling like your back is not supported. Maybe you go away on a trip, you sleep at a hotel and you're like, oh, I feel so much better. I feel so much more supported. That's when you know it's time to start looking. Um, when you go into a showroom or you try a mattress, you want to really take your time with it. What we say is a minimum of 15 minutes. So that's going in there, not being shy, not being afraid, just going in, lie on your back, five, 10 minutes. How does that feel? Lie on your side. You definitely want to make sure that your prominent sleep position, whether that's your stomach, your side, your back, feels good. Mm -hmm. Because this is typically an expensive purchase. And it's something yeah. that you want to have for years to come. We're talking about a decade or more. So take your time with it. Don't feel embarrassed to really spend time on it and, and make a, a decision that supports you. If you have a partner, go with them. Make sure that you're getting something that's comfortable, comfortable for both of you. Um, if you find a mattress that maybe is okay like it's it's supportive but you might want a little extra cushion there's always mattress toppers to give mm. you that extra bit of soft so with mattresses you have plenty of options but like i said the number one thing to keep in mind is that your spine is aligned if your spine is not aligned no matter what we give as the overall score for a mattress it's not a good mattress for you mm. um as Okay. Yeah, okay. I, I found okay. shopping for mattresses were so hard. So the mattress that I, I have currently, I'm not a fan of at this point. But honestly, okay. shopping for it was difficult because this was pre-COVID times. And I still was just like skeeved out by the thought of somebody else laying on it and all that stuff. So I really couldn't let myself go to really like test out how does it feel in the store. So I took, I, we picked something that we're like, oh, this is fine. And then like years later, we're both like, we wake up literally with like back pain. Um, part of it is because, you know, we we need to be more physically active. Um, but the other part of it is that we just don't find that I think our spines are are aligned or supported in those mattresses. Mm -hmm. um, so it makes you wonder about people who are buying mattresses online. I find that's like a very common thing now. Um, I think one of the brands, I it think is. it's Casper. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. 
Yes, and Casper does really well in our ratings as well. Now for you, I would say you're probably the perfect candidate for a mattress topper because your bed is not that old. It still has life in it, but it's just not giving you the kind of support that you want. So instead of thinking about buying a whole new mattress, invest in a mattress topper. We also have um, a buying guide on mattress toppers that could tell you what you're looking for, what you want to consider. As far as the mattresses in a box, really it's, it's kind of, whether you're getting a mattress in a box or a mattress from a showroom, you want to pay attention to the warranty on it. So a lot of mattresses will have a sleep warranty. And so what that means is, okay, I order my mattress from Casper, I get it in, I don't really like it. Well, Casper says you have 100 days to decide if you'd like it. So if you've slept on your mattress now for three plus months and you're like, ugh, it's still not working, you could call up Ma Casper and say, it's not working for me and return it. And I would say anytime you're buying a mattress online, make sure there is a window where you can try the mattress out and return it with no penalty. Because that's, that's important. To get a mattress sight unseen without testing it, it's tricky. But when you have that warranty, it kind of tells you like, okay, even if I don't like it, I have this in my back pocket so I can say, I can exchange it, I can look for something else. So you're not feeling like, oh, I'm throwing this money out there and hope it works. Um, and I, and I want to make sure that people understand that because sometimes you'll even see like a Casper mattress might be sold at Walmart, let's say. I'm not sure if that's one. I know Target is one of theirs. But you want to make sure that whatever mattress you get, there's a guarantee because Walmart might say, listen, you have 30 days to return this mattress. So you might just want to go with the, the mattress manufacturer. You might just want to buy from the man, mattress manufacturer. It's kind of like with buying an airline ticket. You know, some, some, some airlines will say, listen, you buy from us and it goes down in a couple days or 24 hours, you have a guarantee, we'll give you your money back. Or they might say, even if you need to change your flight, you buy from us, it's no problem. But then when you buy from that third party, it's like, that's their all, you know? So it's the kind of the same thing with mattresses. You just want to make sure that when you're buying a mattress, you are cognizant of that warranty. Awesome. Awesome. Um, really good advice. This was um, very educational, very enlightening. I, I feel like I know what I need to do now. I think especially the past few nights, I've been getting like the hours I've been going to sleep and staying asleep, but I'm waking up exhausted. And I really think at this point it is my mattress. So yeah. we have to have that conversation. We need to put some money aside to get a new mattress for yeah. sure. And maybe even replace our and pillows. Sometimes I think it is time. that. Cause yeah, mm -hmm. it's like, um, you know, you get the hours. Now I have a Fitbit and I, I like it because it kind of tells me what kind of sleep I'm getting because mm -hmm. that's also a determinant of if you wake up feeling refreshed. Like if you're getting light sleep for five, six hours, uh, you're yeah. not going to wake up feeling refreshed. You really do want that deep REM sleep that yeah. makes you get into it, you know, like really get yeah. into that sleep. Yep. And so you wake up feeling like, ooh, I'm rested. I can take mm -hmm. on the day. Because that's really what we need. You know, with, with this hustle mentality, it's great. <laughs> when you wake up feeling 
exhausted from the day before the days before mm-hmm. you, know, you, you just can't get what you need to get done no and so it's it's important that you that you take time like I know this like nap this napping um mm-hmm. initiative we'll say because people do need rest it's just mm-hmm. it's really what it's about. We can go, go, go. But at the end of the day, when it comes to self-care, when it comes to wellness, we need rest. And then we need a bedroom that's conducive to rest. Yeah. Oh, speaking of naps. So what was your thoughts on naps? Are you pro naps or not so much? Well, here's the thing. I am very much pro nap when it's necessary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the idea is really to make sure that naps won't be necessary. Mm-hmm. And the issue with naps, it's like, it, it's good and bad, right? The nap might make you feel like, oh, I have enough to take on the day or the rest of the day. But naps do interfere with sleep, with nighttime sleep. So that's why if you talk to a sleep expert, they really don't like people relying on naps. And that's why, because at the end of the day, the idea is to get a restful night's sleep, not to take these mini naps throughout the day. Mm -hmm. But listen, as you said, you have children, right? If you, if you get 20 minutes alone while they're at school and you feel like you need to take a nap, you take that nap. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, there's, there's of course, plus and minuses to that. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I've been team nap for a while now because the naps get me through because some days I'm just like, I can't go on. I have how many days, right. how many hours left in this day? I can't do it. <laughs> exactly. And we have to be realistic, right? Because it's no matter what an expert says, at the end of the day, you kind of got to do what you got to do. Right? True. So if that means to, to make it to tonight, <laughs> I need to take this 30 minute power nap. That's what you have to do. Right, right. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much, Tanya. Um, Tanya, where can the people find you, learn more about you, learn more about rest? Yeah, so I am on Instagram at Tanya Christian, on Twitter at Tanya A. Christian. And then, of course, um, you can follow my work on Consumer Reports, CR.org. That's also where you can access mattress ratings and pillow ratings, everything regarding sleep. Awesome. So I will have that all linked down below in the show notes. So it's an easy click away for you to follow her and follow her work and learn more about mattresses, pillows, and all the things that you need to create a restful, beautiful sleep oasis for yourself. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Be Well Sis podcast. For more information on anything discussed in this episode, please see the show notes and or visit www.bewellsispodcast.com. Oh, and don't forget to leave a five-star rating on Apple. Until next time, be well, sis. You know what I used to struggle with? Eating a diet that's nutrient-dense enough for me to get all of my dietary needs met through what I eat alone. I am no longer a passenger on that struggle bus because one tasty scoop of athletic greens contains 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients, including a multivitamin, multimineral, probiotic, green superfood blend, and more that all work together to fill the nutritional gaps in my diet, increase my energy and focus, aid with digestion, and supports a healthy immune system, all without the need to take multiple products or pills, because baby, I can't do it. 
and it's lifestyle friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, it just fits. And right now, Athletic Greens is doubling down on supporting your immune system during these times, and they're offering my audience a free year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase if you visit my link today. So you'll basically never have to buy vitamin D again. <laughs> to redeem your offer, simply visit athleticgreens.com slash bewellsis. Again, to redeem your offer of one year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs, visit athleticgreens.com slash bewellsis.